Good afternoon, good evening, welcome to Down Slope. I'm Liam, you've joined us for our big fat season preview. No fucker really cares. Uh, let's just get on with it. Uh, we're recording this on Monday, the 25th of July at 7.27pm. Um, Hibs are still to do a wee bit of activity, we believe, this week in the transfer window. So all predictions that we'll be making as part of this episode will be including the squad that we've got at the moment available to us. Um, and we're just going to get fired right, right into it. There's two episodes we're going to be recording. First of all, we're going to be previewing Hibs in the league. Uh, and then second of all, I think we will be recording uh, the rest of the league predictions in a, set, in a separate episode, which we'll be putting out later in the week. So we're going to just get, get underway um, and get right to it. The most difficult and interesting question, first of all. Um, going to come to this first question in order, and I'm going to come to you first, Ewan. Where are Hibs going to finish in the league this season? Fifth. And why? Um, I think we'll finish fifth because I think we're going to be better than Motherwell, Dundee United and Livingston. I don't think we're going to be better than Aberdeen or Hearts. Over the course of the 38 games as it stands, um, I don't think we'll be 100 miles away from them, if I'm honest. I just think as it stands, they're probably, Hearts have a probably much stronger squad and Aberdeen seem to have started the season pretty well in the group stages where obviously we failed. So, no, fifth would be my call right now. Cool. Egg, where are we going to finish in the league? Sick. Oh, we're on a sliding scale already. Who's finishing above us? Uh, Dundee United, as well as Hearts and Aberdeen, to be honest. And that, that really pains me to say it. Really, really hurts me to say it. Is that because you've had an epiphany and you realise that Jack Ross is quite a good football manager after all? Nah, nice nah, um, <laughs> nah, shit. Yeah, we're just not, not great at the moment. But I, I think sixth would be was a pretty fair reflection on where the squad's at right now. So compared to the other, the other teams in the league. Yeah. Harry? I might be mistaken, but is there a gap underneath Scottish Cup? Because League Cup was a <laughs> so, regular uh, regular listener Ryan did actually point out to me that uh, I still had League Cup in it this morning when I asked him oh, for his no. predictions and he, he, he sent me back saying League Cup out. I was like, oh, fair play, fair play. Oh no. <laughs> Um, I'll I'll go. I'll be happy clapper Harry. I'm saying third. I'm a fucking man. Hearts are finishing above us. Aberdeen, they they've got a bit of buzz because they've signed like thirty new players. They'll fall off on the hips. Third place, Harry. I'm confident. Eh? What what is it you've seen Hibs so far in the League Cup pre season that gives well, you the confidence we can finish third? What I think is um I th- I think that the League Cup group we had was terrible, and I think we played better in the friendlies we've had, which was still terrible but slightly better opposition. Um, so I reckon we'll play better against better opposition. And that's my judgment. If we, if we had Celtic, Hearts, Aberdeen and Rangers in our group, we would have got through. I think from what's Harry said, is that from what I've taken away from the games, is we're still struggling to break teams down that sit in. But when the game is a little bit more expansive, we look a threat. 
maybe a bit more like what we were like under Jack Ross and COVID. Like we were quite good in the counter and transition, but still lacking something to break down the teams that have 10 behind the ball. Never realised I'd translate these days. I like it. <laughs> I uh, I'm I'm gonna be the most negative one of all. Fucking hell! Pains me to say. I mean, I, I, so so context. I think we could finish this league season anywhere between fourth and ninth. Um, I, I genuinely, based on a whole whole number of variables, I think having not seen two guys who are supposed starters even mm. play yet. Um, having not signed a centre back that we've been crying out for, for for goodness knows how long, having not known which players are still going to be in and around that team again the season, I think there's just so many unpredictable things. In the middle of fourth and ninth is seventh, so that's only places top of the bottom six. Um, I don't think that's I don't think that's overly negative. I think it's just a fair reflection on where we're at at this moment in time. Um, and I would love to clearly be proven wrong and for us to finish fourth um, or or higher than seventh. I just that, that's where I see us at this moment in time. I think the teams that you've all mentioned so far will finish above us, and I think probably one out of as much as it pains me to say, Derek McInnes's Brexit football at fucking Kilmarnock on the Astro will probably see them win a lot of home games one 0 Could see them finishing sixth. Um, so I think yeah. the I think this that fourth to ninth will be very similar to last season, won't it? I think it'll be really really tight right up to the sort of spot. Um, I, I, a wee bit. I do. I do think there's going to be three teams in the league that are going to be probably save that for the league preview. But I think there's three teams that are going to be cut adrift. That I think are significantly poorer in the rest of the league. But time will tell. Time will tell whether that's right or not. We, we got it wrong last season. Like I think the teams we all kind of predicted to be in around the bottom end. Yep. That didn't really materialise last season. So, man, we'll see what happens. Right. Scottish fucking cup because we've only got one cup competition to get excited about. <laughs> uh, so. Harry, as soon as you started off with the most positive note, why don't you fucking take us away on the Scottish Cup? What's going to happen in the Scottish Cup? Well, see, what I was thinking is on route to finish in third, I didn't think we were going to get much of a cup run, to be honest. Um, but that being said, I reckon we'll get at least a couple wins, so I reckon we get knocked out in the quarterfinal away to the old firm. Quarterfinal exit in the Scottish Cup. I love trying to predict cup tournaments when you've no, when you've no seen the draw <laughs> and you're just trying to go with it as much as, as best as you can. Um, quarterfinal, fair enough, right, okay. Uh, Greg, what about the Scottish Cup? How are we going to fare? I quite agree. Say quarterfinal. I feel like we're going to make it to a semi-final this year. Um, so both of you predicting that the semi-final specialists are not getting there. That's interesting. That's Couldn't even get the group stages in the League Cup, mate. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we are. <laughs> Good point, well made. Um, I'm going to go one further than you both. I think we'll, I think we'll continue our run of Getting semi-finals um, based on nothing other than I think I, I, I can see a. You want to do it? No, no, I do want to do it, but also I can see a season in which we start poorly. Oh, you've stolen all my fucking funding here, by the way. Sorry, no, nah, I just, I just, I just think that we are. We do seem like a team that would probably start poorly, and as players get bedded in, like we'll improve over the course of the season, but maybe just not enough to like get us into the top six and win as a cup but so we're going to get beat in our semi-final not good enough what's your favourite three words Greg your favourite three words right Ian Uh, final for me well I'm not going to predict whether we win it or not Um, my thought process behind it was 
if Lee Johnson's method, uh, style of football comes to be true, I think we'll probably be quite aggressive in single sort of cup ties. Um, and I think this World Cup break might be absolutely massive for us. I think we will probably have a fairly slow start to the season. Um, but I think with that enforced break and then quickly followed by the January transfer window, I'm backing us to have a strong second half of the season. Um, hence the fifth place finish. Maybe, you know, how like under Lennon, that mad run was still only good enough to get fourth. I think we might, and like under Heke as well when he came in. So maybe something not too dissimilar from that, but with a cup final thrown in there. And I'm not predicting whether we're going to win it or not. Right. Okay. Um, that's not how this works. Uh, so you will be giving us a prediction. <laughs> uh, are we going to win the final? Or um, not? Yes. Happy clapping bastard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's okay. Um, Aurora wants more of them. I think they help the commercial side as well. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, uh, you and uh, we'll be revisiting this after we get knocked out in the well, third round of clack, clack the cudding away <laughs> and, and a cold, 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 a cold uh, sun, Sunday morning away on live on Premier Sports. Um, well, I don't know if right. he's, I don't know if he's seen the tweet I put on earlier to sort of push in tonight's episode and I highlighted some of my shouts from last year. So I don't think it can get as le- can't can be any less accurate than last year, surely. Can I just say, Ewan is absolutely buzzing that we've decided to record this now as opposed to pre-League Cup because otherwise you'd already have one prediction wrong, eh? <laughs> <laughs> League Cup's really always my one that I go for him. The group stages, uh, <laughs> uh, oh, God. <laughs> League Cup's always the one I put down for Hibs winning because I'm like, oh, Celtic and Rangers can't be arsed to it before Christmas. Right. In the spirit, uh, no, just letting you to go first and then no actually predict until the very end. I'm going to go first on this one and I'm going to go early and I think He's probably the guy who's come away from pre-season and the League Cup with the most most credit in the bank, I think it's fair to say. Uh, and I think he's probably a resounding choice right now for Play of the Year. Uh, and I'll always go for the obvious one, so I'm going to go for Ian Henderson for Play of the Year. Scott, name wrong, no right. he's, a, yeah. he's the Kyle McGuinness pick from sort of this time last year, at like that early season form, isn't he? Spelling. Spelling. Yeah, that's right. Oh, no, that's wrong. Sorry, he's a no, double. Is wrong. It? He's a double. He's, 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 he's spells it wrong. Sake, nah, I've been caught for that a few times on the Twitter, mate. Why, 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 do, why, do, why do people have to spell the same name differently? Fucking pain in the arse when that happens. Anyway, you're talking to people who spell the same name differently. Greg, who? I'm actually going to agree with you, to be fair. I don't care. Um, he's he's probably the best um, in pre-season. I think we all agree that we've been impressed with him. Mainly, nobody else has really been that good. So, you and Henderson stand out what already. Does, what does he need to do in order to get play the year? You feel? What does what does play, he need to produce? Play really good. He better than everyone else. Yeah, kicking real hard and real long. Yeah, I think he, he just needs to keep. Sounds like such a cliche, but keep doing what he's doing. He, he's getting forward. He's making things happen. He's He's creative, he's productive, he, he gets us on the ball, he scores goals. Like, pretty much all you want from a midfielder. I think for me with Henderson. Oh, sorry, was, was you I've, getting asked the question I've, as well? I thought it was, oh, sorry, I thought it was a oh, full. Oh, right, okay. I thought it was, right, a, open, I thought it was an open question. Oh, right, okay. I think a good signpost for you and Henderson will be is see when Kyle McGuinness is fit, 
see if there's discussion to who should be playing number 10 and it's not just a McGinnis comes straight back in, then I think that'll be a signpost of just how well he's continued in the season, if that makes any sense. Because you, you're convinced he's going to play in the 10, whereas I think a couple of us maybe think he's going to play potentially like, wider off the left. Yeah. I, can, I can see him playing on the left, to be honest. I think especially with yeah, um, McGeady going down yesterday after, you know, early in the game, I think there's probably an opening for him there. Um, I think we might see someone else playing the 10, but could be wrong. Could be wrong. It's been known to happen. I've been wrong regularly. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, who will come next, Harry? I'm going to come to you. Who's your player here? I'm, I'm Harry. Given it's you, I'm looking for a really fucking left field shout here. I'm wanting you to say, I don't know, um, Jacob Blaney or something like that. Like you're going to go fucking. <laughs> go on, give well, a left field shout. You can what? Uh, he's kind of hate going with the grain. So both of you have said you and Henderson. If I got to go first, I probably would have said the same. But you can what? I'm going to go. I'm going to put all the pressure on him. He's young. He's thriving. He's, apart from you and Henderson, had the best preseason of any player. Rocky Bush. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm going to go for Melkerson. I reckon Melkerson will um, score quite a few goals this season. Um, I, I reckon Melkerson's got potential. I don't know if he will. He's got potential to hit 20 in all comps between the Lovely. Scottish Cup and the. Uh, well, he got a couple in the league, cup and the league. So I reckon Melkerson. Yeah. What really annoys me is that folks spell Melkerson S O N at the end. That's yeah. Really annoys uh, me. Yeah, uh, when Harry made the song, it wasn't he? Milk or son, milk or son, milk or son, son, son. Correct. Milk or son. Last time I believe that happened, Dave. Okay. Yeah, some point. Uh, we, 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 we were happy to look after you. <laughs> ah, yeah, that's, that's fair. But wait, wait, but just before Ewan goes here, um, Ewan, can you please enlighten us as to who you chose last year for player of the year? Because when you tweeted that, I was hell <laughs> <laughs> I went for Scott Allen because I said if he played a couple of nice passes, then we'll all be creaming ourselves. Oh, God. Oh, uh, so, no Scott Allen this year. Ewan, who are you going for? Um, I'm going to go for Kevin as well. I think he'll have a strong second half of the season, and it's quite recency bias with these things. Okay, Kevin, that's a bit expected back sort of November, December time. I think so he'll be available play... December. I think he'll be back. I think he'll be available to start first game after the World Cup at Ibrox, I would guess. So, and I think he'll, I'm, I'm hoping that he comes back strong gets into double figures for the season and I think if he does do that in that small sample then he'll be a shoe in. Right, okay, cool. Sound rational. Um, young player of years in the next category. Um, this one, I'm going to just like throw in the sort of condition that we just oh. used. The, we, we used the club's sort of ethos about what constitutes young players. It's basically anybody under the age of 23. Um, it's not a, a, a distinct port this one young player of the yep. season last season he was 23 so 23 and under uh, young player of the year Greg I'm going to come to you first who you got for that young player that's a difficult one um, I think I'm going to I'm just going to say down Ferry he's probably not going to get it but is a baller like to be fair. Been, been incredibly impressed with him to be fair. Like, he's just everywhere. He's got some engine on him. He's got ability. 
he can he can pretty much do everything in the game. He can tackle, he can he can play a nice pass, he, he can shoot. So yeah, I think he's got all the attributes for me to maybe a little bit raw at the moment, but I think I think he's certainly got everything there to, to be a top a top player in the club. Maybe a risk he might go on loan, you think, possibly? I hope not. I hope him and Dylan Tate are firmly firmly kept. Um yeah, I, I just think the pair of them can add a lot to can add quite a lot to the squad to be fair. Um whether it's off the bench or whatever, I just think that the pair of them have, have definitely shown enough. I think we might see one of the two go out and loan. Which one I'm not sure, but I, I sense we probably are going to try and sign another centre midfield and one of the two might go out and loan. But you never know. Um, hi, I'll come to you. Uh, I reckon he's going to get a lot of games, similar position, but I reckon he's going to get more starts. So I'm going to go no and Kenna. I think um, he's looked good. I don't, I don't know if he'll warrant it, but he'll make enough impact that people will vote for him for it anyway. We've been needing a holding midfielder, haven't we? Aye. We've been needing a holding midfielder. Do you think you've seen enough from him to suggest that he can do that job for us throughout the season? I, th- I think the, the main thing that you need at that age and that position is kind of a good attitude. Like You need to be very aggressive, and I think he's kind of shown that he can be. Um, the technical ability, I think, has been there in flashes. Obviously, we've not seen too much of him. But, um, yeah, I think he's got the aggression needed to actually thrive in Scottish football, and that's a key thing that sometimes I worry. I think that's the reason why Mark Milligan struggled to hit the ground running. He wasn't really that combative when he first joined, but as soon as he kind of got over that hurdle, he got good. But I reckon Kenna's got that aggression straight off the bat. Fair. Right. Ewan, young player of the See the 23-year-old thing as a at time of voting next he year. Always has to start that question, yeah. No, because I have, I just don't want to from now. Just tell me who it is. Is it, uh, Ewan Henderson? Oh, that's Pish Patter. That is Hawkins. <laughs> I can smell that from my screen, Ewan. That's minging. Oh, Liam, if you put the same, you're getting bounced about. Oh my nah, god, that is horrendous. Nah. I did think there was a wee bit of I would, a I would love to see Harry bounce Liam a bit like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 did, uh, I did think there was a wee bit of anomaly when you went for Nelson player of the year, Ken a young player of the year, but you're clearly hedging your bets, Harry, is what you're doing. So you're, you're like, because if <laughs> Nelson wins player of the year, then technically he's a shoe in for young player of the year. But, yeah. but on this occasion, so, I'll, I'll, I'll let it go. I'll let it go. Um, nah, but you wouldn't give them both. That'd just be stupid. That's exactly why they would get both. But that'd be ridiculous. Nobody will get both. Thank you. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to avoid the obvious shout here because I think I think there is a really obvious shout, and I'm I'm going to go for. Uh, it's not it's not it's not it's not left field by any stretch of imagination, but I'm going to go with Dylan Tate. I just think probably. I think I think one of him, one of them, Adelphi area forces their way into the team the way things are now until we sign another centre midfielder. And I, I just sense if he gets himself in the team, I don't think he seems like the kind of character who lose that place easily. Um, I, I just very confident young guy. Um, seems to be, I think someone described him as gallus this morning or last night, and I, I just think I thought it was a perfect word to describe the couple of performances that I've seen from him. So he's going to be my young player of the year this year. Um, and because I wanted to go for someone different. So it's not I like William Gallas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very good, very good. Right. Uh, Wait, who, who was your obvious one? 
So, I, I mean, I, I, I think there's a couple of obvious ones. I, I, to be honest, originally I'd said Melkerson because that's who I thought of, but given you went for him for two years, I thought they'd go for something a wee bit different. I was going I do to think, go... I, I do think Melkerson scores 12, 13 goals this year. He's a shooting for young player of the year, to be honest. There's no many 20, 21-year-olds score that many goals in the league. Um, so, you're going to say, Ian? I was going to go with Melkerson, but I went with Henderson, and I think he'll get the... Somehow reports just getting young player of the year. You know, I think it'll be like fans will just view it as the how can we get the two best players an award? Aye, fair. Uh, I mean, I thoroughly look forward to Dylan Tate uh, going out on loan tomorrow. So, uh, <laughs> to absolutely ruin that shit. Harry had that last well, year with Dan McKay. No, Stevie Bradley. Oh, yeah. That was Stevie Bradley. Aye. Stevie Bradley. Aye. Get him back, Stevie by the way. He's better than half the wingers. We've... He's better than McGiddy. Oh. <sighs> he scored, didn't he? And that's what's reignited that. He's no scored since January. February, so I know. Aye. Aye, first goal. No, he's no scored since January. last week, actually. Chup. <laughs> that's all we're fucking talking about, you clown. <laughs> <laughs> right. We've signed, I think, 12 players. Let's take you and Henderson and Rocky Bushy out because they are not new signings. They are players that we're all, you know, they are known quantities. So signing the season is purely a player who we have signed, and I think we've got 10 to choose from so far this summer, who is going to go down as our signing of the season. Um, who am I going to come first? You and I'll come to you first on signing of the season. Who are you plumping for? Um, Noah and Kenner. Is it not Noah? Fuck off. <laughs> I owned up to that mistake myself last week. <laughs> Why? Uh, I think he'll play the most consistently. Um, very reminiscent, I think, of like a Marvin Bartley in games when we're going to have a lot of the ball. I think you've probably seen some of his flaws on the ball um, against Morton. He gave the ball away quite a bit, but I think his volumes of games will dictate... Um, that he is signing of the season. Um, uh, the one that probably the other two statement ones we've not even seen kick a ball yet, so it's difficult to call. Right, I'm going second because I'm going for the fucking absolutely most obvious show. David Marshall is oh, the two statement signings or signature signings. And, and my head is with Brigadier Marshall, you're fucking idiot. Marshall is going to be. <laughs> Uh, probably at least the third best goal in the league this season. He's going to play 30 odd games. He's going to be the common presence that we need. Um, he is the one player that we signed in the summer who I think is a starter. I, I'm, I'm not sure how many of the rest will be regular starters throughout the whole season. He's the one that's come in that you just immediately know is going to play every game. So, David Marshall for me. G. Play signing the team. I, I, I was going to go the same to both, I think. There's a little bit with Hearts and Craig Gordon. He's going to get, he's going to get you points. Um, I think he'll probably save us. I mean, it's not difficult considering the quality goal he had last season, but I think he's going to save us about 20 points this season. Um, so I'm going to go for David Marshall as well. I think he also adds in the experience department and he's, he's got standards and he'll expect, he'll expect the best from, from the, the other players as well. So, I think he can help us on and off the pitch. Um, so I think for, for that, he's going to be signing of the season. Right, fair. David Marshall. Two for David Marshall. Harry, go on there. Ooh, my name's Liam. Greg, I'm going to go for choices. Um, I'm going to go for Ellie Yuan. There you go. He's going to... going to hit 20. He's going to hit 15. It's going to be great. And then we've got Nisbet coming back in December to ah, get double 13. figures. Yeah, we're, fi- we're finishing six, this season, boys. Bang! 
Come on. I know it looks like Marvin for Home Alone. It's just clicked. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually just clicked. Oh, Harry. Go on, Harry. You've got right to reply. Harry looks like ugly, deranged character from Christmas film. Oh, I am delighted with that one. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's just nasty, Greg. Right. right. The fourth and final category is, 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 I suppose, an opportunity to reflect someone who's in and about the first team but hasn't really played a huge number of games so far. And I think put this one in here because I think we've got a huge number of players who are kind of like just either development team players or on the fringes of the first team but haven't really played a huge number of games so like I suppose Dylan Tate would have been a good example of that and Dan McKay before going out and loan would be a good example of that so a player that's made 20 or fewer appearances for him so far who's going to have a breakthrough season where they impact the first team and there's obviously quite a number of guys that fit into that category but you and I think you look like you've got the you've got a shout ready for this already so I'm coming to you first I don't uh, I, um, there's a few there, there is a few um, I don't, I'm trying to avoid I feel like yours and Greg John play the year shouts and Tate and Del Ferry are the, are the obvious ones mm. um, now this is going to sound stupid the McIntyre brother that's the fullback Oscar Oscar McIntyre. Aye, yeah. 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 And just just in terms of breakthrough, I think he might be the first from the under 18s that makes a step up and maybe plays five games. Do you think he's physically ready? I'm 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 basing it off of reports from those who have seen the Norwich game. Um and Mm. you have all said they handled themselves really well. And I think it's a position that we are still a bit light in potentially. So I think you, I think you'll have a, yeah. I just think breakthrough for me is someone that's literally not really had a sniff. So I'm going for him. And Lewis Stevenson's injured than I which like is almost unheard of. And Lewis Stevenson needs we just need to get Lewis Stevenson back into centre midfield anyway. Aye, aye. <laughs> so... that that, and of course Josh Campbell continues at left back, which actually yeah. Yeah, I don't think he did too badly for the five minutes against Norwich, but. Probably wasn't really tested in fairness. Um, right, Ari, who are you going for? Break Can I ask year? for a slight tweak? Could I have 21 appearances or less? Fuck off. <laughs> who are you going for? Harry, just shut up. Has he only played 21 games? He's only played 21 games. If he played 20, that would have been an absolute blinder. Oh. I'm gutted. Um, oh, it's, it's, a, it's a hard one because I'm um, being honest. I think that the, the types of players <clears> that will talk about I don't think I'll get any form of game time um immediately. Um I'll I'll go for Blaney because I thought he looked pretty decent. Um I think that he'll hopefully bulk up even more uh, in the coming few months and after the World Cup. But slight tangent slight tweak to the question if it was just like a breakthrough season, I think Jake Doyle Hayes is going to impress a lot. I know it's, we've not really got a category for that like kind of average to the question good. though Harry. I, I, I just wanted to throw it out there that we've not really got anything that fits Doyle Hayes, but I think that'll be him this year. Doyle Hayes is going to do it this season. That's interesting. I, most I improved. Uh, most yeah. improved. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe we need to bang in a most improved category. So we just bang in a most improved Aye, you've, you've got a couple of head to gaps, Liam. Fuck the league, Greg. Up you. 
<laughs> most improved. Harry's just managed to create a Come Right, uh, Greg, I'll come to you first for breakthrough player of the year. Who, yeah. who are you going for? Josh O'Connor. I like that. I was going to potentially say him, but then I thought you'd shout at me, so I left Harry. <laughs> come well, on. Well, 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 he's going to struggle to get into the team. He's not. He's not. No? Uh, Ellie, you are a mess, and his work time is never going to come to. <laughs> um, I, th- I, th- I think... Like we've seen him, he's. I think he, he's. I would say he's probably physical enough. Um, he came on and impressed when we went to see him another week. He impressed when we went to the development game. Um, earlier in the year, he's got an eye for goal. He scores goals for fun. I think. I think we can definitely rely on him. Um, off the bench at times or whatever, but I, I think he will. This is a season where he'll break through and he will impress people. And folk can stop making comparisons. But I think I think he'll be good. Yeah, no, I, 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 I totally agree with everything you said there. I do think he do think he looks almost sort of first team ready. Um, yeah. I think it's just, for, as, as is the case for young guys, it's just about there being that gap that allows them to kind of whether it's due to injuries or suspensions or whatever, that allows them to kind of step in and play. Um, so, um, how, many, how many people would we say are, are ahead of them now? You've got like, all the all the strikers that are featured, plus Nisbet and Yuan. Like, so, Nisbet's obviously not ahead of them at the moment. No, I mean, but in the, if everyone's fit in the pecking order, like, so do you think... If everyone's fit in the pecking from... order, he's, he's probably last, but I think he deserves a sniff. Do you think out with the this question, is there an argument he should be going on loan this year? No. Or does he get the development games sort of whatever this I, thing I, is? I think he gets I think he gets the development games. Um yeah, I don't really see any benefit to send him on loan. I think if he gets the benefit um of the development games with some first team games shown in there as well, I think that that'll be good enough for him. Uh, but I, I do think he's He's got a future at the club. When we seen him there, I thought that in the final third we were a little bit um, laboured. He came on and just got writing about it. He was beating players left, right and centre. He was being aggressive. He was getting in about folks. So I, I think he's definitely got got the attributes to be first team. Obviously not mm-hmm. starting at the moment, but definitely come off the bench and contribute him. He's 18 years old at the end of the day, so he's still young. I think he'll still be 18 when the season finishes because I think he's no longer turned 18. So, um, I'd be good to see him get good to see him get a few opportunities this season. And I, I, I definitely think that based on what we've seen in the centre forwards at the club so far in pre season, I do think we're lacking a wee bit in the final third in terms of someone that can properly stretch defences and give them something different to think about. So, I think we could see him get an opportunity. Um, I'm going to go for a bit of a forgotten man uh, in this category. I'm going to go for Dimitri Mitchell, um, just on the basis that mm, he's, he's, he has kind of been forgotten about because he made a few appearances. I think he looked decent in a couple of those games, got injured. Couple he goals. usually kind of played 15 minutes against... Did he come on his lobby for like 15 yes, minutes? Yes. And then just like disappear again. So it's so obviously the reappearance of the injury. I believe him and Hanlon are back in training, training this week. 
Um, so probably too early to see them both start against St Johnston, but I'd imagine they'll both be in and about in time for the derby, I would have thought, um, certainly in the mix. So that's positive. Um, and I think I think he can, at his pace, I think he can be a real asset for the team as well. And I'm hoping that he's going to play further forward now that we're not playing a 3 5 2, which actually allows him to get into the final third and make things happen. Um, most improved. Uh, go on, Ian. Tell us who's going to be most improved. Oh, most improved. I'll go for. Oh, fuck. I'll go for. Try to think. Try to think. Melkerson. I, I do. I, I agree with the general tone of the fan base that I think Melkerson will have a. He's looked good in preseason, and he. Boy, man, whatever you want to call it, he looks a lot better now than he did six months ago. Yeah, physically looks 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 a bit more of a specimen. Looks maybe a bit more ready. So, um, how much impressed me the most is he's a he's the the number of headers he's won. Like I know that like might sound stupid. He's scored a couple of good goals, but just he's properly able to compete. Well, I think it helps the fact that he's playing up against a fullback in the year because he he's played wide a lot and he's not played through the middle. I I, just, I don't think he's ready to play a lone striker number nine role up here on his own um, just yet. But with a bit more time, definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, just moving on to the wide areas. Right, uh, Harry, we've had your shout already for uh, Jake Bell. He's in the category that you created. Well uh, <laughs> Greg, who's going to be your most improved? Rocky Bushiri. People's champ. People's champ. Really, because it can't get much worse. Nah, to be honest, I don't know what it is. Do, do you know what though? I've heard I heard good things about him yesterday. I heard that he had a, he had a good game. Um, I don't I don't know how true that is, but I think he's certainly I think he's certainly improved already in pre season. He, look, he looks better. Let's be he honest, he's been our best centre half in pre season. Um, it's not difficult, you. Um, Only <laughs> 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 <Don't> three. <laughs> Um, no, to be honest, I think that he's probably taken a lot of comfort from the fact that the fans are behind him. I know, obviously, there's now another saga with him already um, because some big guy for Livy can he fill out a spreadsheet. But it's tough because it, it sets him back again. But I do think that he's, I think his mental toughness is there, and I think he's he's a lot more confident at the moment than what he was last season. So. I think he'll be he'll be most improved for me this season. I'm looking forward to to seeing his development throughout the season. I was really struggling with this category to be honest. Now that we just made it up, uh, so I don't know if <laughs> think about it. But um, I think after a bit of a by his own standards, like a bit of a underwhelming season last season, I think Kevin Nisbet will will improve. But he's obviously he's not going to be around for the first part of the season, so. I suppose it's all on the premise that he had a very good end into the season this season. But I just think that if we're going to play the style of football that we've been promised, I think that it should get the best out of Kevin Nisbet. Um, I think some of the build-up play last season was just too slow and laboured to get the best out of a player like that. So hopefully hopefully we get we get to see the best of him uh, towards, the, towards the end, second part of the season. Right. Can I, we we missed one obvious one, boys. Chris Muller's definitely got to be better than last season. Eh? He was absolute guff. <laughs> See that goal he scored oh. the other day? I genuinely didn't know he could actually strike a football. 
at no point at Hibs did he ever look like he had the ball under control or could actually hit it. Like Liam said earlier, long and hard. It still, it still went into the net in slow motion, though. Like, <laughs> yeah. it was, like there, was no, there was no venom behind the strike whatsoever. <coughs> Chris Wheeler is just basically, out of context, I've not played Kiefer for about 10 years, but um, the finesse shot the finesse. Kiefer, yeah, <laughs> quite a distance. He just gets it and hits it with his instep every single time. Mate. Yeah. No power whatsoever. Um, yeah. I, I don't know if it's completely changed my view, because I, I was always of the viewpoint that MLS wasn't that bad a league. And then every time I watch some sort of Chris Miller highlight, I'm like, fuck, but is, how bad is the defender? I know, but then That's, is that just Chris Miller as an entirety? He has just highlights. He will just have one teeny wee moment where if the defender's not quite at it, he'll throw in a stupid wee flick and it looks class. Where like, are these highlights? Wait, can I Look just say, against Cove. <laughs> the, the biggest well, so takes goal you bundled one in over the line that our bro... Did he not do that um, high through ball for Melkerson's goal? Was that him? A way to Motherwell? No, it was Jasper. No, it was it Jasper. Oh, right. Okay, thank Oh, it was. Thank God. Well, Miller, Miller thank was God. fucking honking at Motherwell. Oh, he, he was. Was he on as a sub? Did he know? He came on. Right. Then went oh. Off. I was fuming at him after that game. Did he Oh, Dre Wright. Aye. Dre, I just remember thinking that Jay Wright was a substantially better footballer than him, and I think that was that, better. That, <laughs> that is correct. Better. That is fact. That is fact. Yeah. He was blowing. He was absolutely blowing. Uh, yeah. yeah. Right, no, goals, goals, goals. I, I look forward to Jay Wright going to MLS and absolutely fucking cruising it. Like, <laughs> that'll be that'll be some that'll be some your story. Anyway, sorry. Uh, goals, right? Who are you going for for goals, Harry? Oh. I hate repeating Absolutely. myself, but I I, I can't even go Melkerson after saying player of the year. Eh? Okay, well you did have Yuan for signing this season, so you could have you could have gone that way if he's going to play the nine. But Yuan must ah. be getting loads of assists then. <laughs> Mate, you, <laughs> Yuan's going to score one less. Then no, I said, no, I think I said Yuan at fifteen. Yuan at fifteen. Don't worry. I mean, we're getting loads. Of, I mean, if if we go by the theory that Liam gives us as well of Henderson playing off the left, Ewan playing off the left, Melkerson playing out wide, McGeady playing out wide, who's actually starting up top? It's Mate, overloads. That's, that's what we're creating. We're creating nothing but overloads. I saw a shout for someone that uh, Aidan McGeady will be at Brisbane Road by the end of January, and I can't even see it. <laughs> that is such a good shout. <laughs> Who was, was that? Oh, that's his name? Oh. That's, I was going to say that, yeah. He, 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 said he, he tweeted it last night and I read it. I was like, that, that, that is Stick just on. so it's still going to happen. And the Brisbane Roar manager will be like, Harry Kenley, Kenny Miller or somebody, or somebody <laughs> Scottish will be from the He'll absolutely tear it up in the A-League and then we'll go and sign one of the players that he was playing against. Um, right. Sorry about that, we tangent. Um, sorry for the negativity about Aidan McGeady. Um... G, who are you going for for most goals? Ellie, you are. How many is he going to get? A lot. <laughs> Can, did, did you not just call him a myth? <laughs> he did. A myth, he's never yeah. getting a work permit. <laughs> Top scorer in the second division in France. Correct. <laughs> he'll score loads of goals. Oh. No, for him, like, but he'll score loads of goals. <laughs> Top scorer for fucking I don't know FC Lorient or something in the. Oh, he'll, uh, he'll go. He'll go. He'll go to Bordeaux and be the guy that brings them back up to the third division. Oh, was it Bordeaux that got chucked? Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get a mash out in for the most goals for you and us. Um, uh, I'm. I'm. I'm struggling this one a wee bit, but I think based on what we've seen of them in pre-season so far, I think that. Melko 
for Sunderland at their top scorer this season. But probably, I think it'll be a close run thing. I don't see anyone breaking 10 goals for this season. I think there'll be contributors from all over the pitch. And I think we'll see quite a few different guys chip in. I think Henderson will score goals. I think um, Yuan will hopefully score goals, depending on what he's like when we see him. Um, I think if we get Kyle McGuinness back fit, he'll score goals. Nisbet will score goals. I think it'll be pretty well spread throughout the team. I'm going to say, if I if I was going to go by my predictions for last season, I think I would have to have gone for Ryan Porteous for most goals because I think I predicted him to score at least 25 times last season. Um, um, I'll maybe save him for another category that comes later on. Uh, <laughs> right, Ewan, who's your top goal scorer? Kevin Nisbet. Wow. Of course, you kind of said that. Uh, we, we get it. I'm back on. I'm back on that season one. Kevin Nisbet love train. That was uh, uh, IB the week every week, wasn't it? I, I, I absolutely think the heart will founder and all that. You've not seen him pretty well, so you're, 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 I, you're I, I have similar like thought process to you, though, Liam. I think Nisbet will probably. I think he'll come back firing. Just break ten. Just break oh, I thought you meant about the absence making the heart grow fonder. I thought that's how you felt about me. I was like, I think so. Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> fucking dreaded seeing you in Perth train station on Saturday. Um, no, I think he'll finish the season with 10, 11, 12. Um, but there'll be quite a few just underneath that. Nice, nice. Right. I tell you to bring the cards. Who's going to get the most cards <laughs> this season? <laughs> Harry, cards. Um, I reckon that Miller boy he looks like he likes a challenge I reckon he's going to get kicked a lot and the people that kick him he's got to kick back uh, so that Miller boy Can we talk about how mistimed his tackle was to get in the Norwich game yesterday like I, I, I think Norwich had genuinely probably committed it 50 ah. niggly fouls in the game Not, nothing really bad but niggly fouls and the referee managed to keep a yell in his pocket the whole game and then that Lewis Miller tackle he had no option uh, to be, to be, there was one on Miller in the first half where the boy literally ran in and just shouldered him in the back, and I was like, "Fair enough, if he wants to kick him back." And I think that's the boy he got back. But I, I, rec- I reckon he'll be like, he'll get at least two suspensions because they like accumulated jellos. It is Miller, isn't it? I correct it. Right, right. G, most cards feel like a card yourself. I do, I do. I've actually not been booked in pre-season yet. Disappointing, Greg. Uh, I, I can't believe it. Too busy being sound with Fs and that. Nah, he's, got, he's got a deficit that. of red cards to come. Wait, with VAR and everything, you've not even had a, a wee book in a red card. Poor. I, I, I need to grow up, really. Um, but, yeah. Um, to be fair, I smashed someone yesterday, but it's pre-season. So. <laughs> um, most cards, John Newell. Aye, that was my shot. Sex up the, the <laughs> most stupid bookings ever. Aye. John Newell gets the most cards for fouling someone on the break, which are cards yeah. that I think are great cards. <clears throat> but genuinely, like, I think it's quite a lot of the time it's a very, very good yellow card. Um, but he also gets the most yellow cards for tackles that you go, why the fuck did he bother? And the final, f- and, their, and their final third. Like, uh, to be fair, the tackle against Santa Claus was an absolute 10 out of 10. Was, it was. That is the worst red card I've ever seen. There was maybe no need to smash the boy three yards away from the byline, <laughs> but I'm, I, I don't like that. I like that. I can get on board with it. It's a bit of early season enthusiasm, I think, for him to put that down. <laughs> a little bit. Um, First time the uh, fans were back as well, he thought he, wanted, he got a little bit too excited. And we'd, we'd been quite shite to that point, I know. 
<laughs> that, that was going to be on a current theme that season. <laughs> Red cards and being quite shite. That was constant last year. I'm going for no hand, Ken. Um, I was going to go for Joe Neal. I do think no hand, Ken. I will get a fair number of yellow cards. He does look uh, like he quite enjoys a tackle. He also looks like he'll probably have a way quite a few fouls for like. This isn't a criticism. It sounds like a bit of criticism, but like you just don't get one of those passes off a centre half. He doesn't really want. He takes Cheap a bad touch and then he absolutely Aye. fucking crucifies a boy on that feeling. Yeah, 100%. I think we'll see a few of those uh, this season. So also don't mind them. Long legs as well. See if you've got long legs. More likely to commit fouls. Back. Um, Ewan. Uh, I was going to go Joe Newell, but let's go. Let's let's keep it. Let's keep us different. I am. Ryan Porteous, especially if he keeps on playing at the left side of centre half. Right, Ryan Porteous. So what's mental in all these nominations is that Ryan Porteous has not appeared at all until we've got to most cards. And and even then, the I didn't season, really want to put him. Chris Cadden, player of the year last season, has not appeared in these nominations at all. And Lou Stevenson, players player of the year last year, has not appeared in any of these nominations. Yeah. Interesting, eh? Interesting me team no, that you, I'm not I, interesting why do you, you think that is? I think it is because um, people We're are worried excited. about what another season looks like where Lewis Stevenson gets play yeah. Mm, yeah. Maybe. I think it's about Cadden. With these things, you're always drawn to goals and assists, aren't you? And that's yeah. Cadden's weakness. And Cadden can also cross the ball. So, yeah. <laughs> he, only, he only got play of the year last year because he worked hard, let's be honest. Not a slant on him, by the way. But in your no, not not a slant, but I just yeah. his final ball is pretty bad. You're never drawn but to that... fullbacks and centre halves, and as much as I didn't want to admit, Chris Cadden's going to be a right back for us this season. Aye, he will be. He'll play. I think he'll play also, also, every game he's back. I also think um, Melkerson might pick up a few bookings this season because I can see that he he enjoys getting. Getting stuck in and, and like handbags, doesn't he? Maybe maybe looking at being a little foul, bit man. overzealous. Uh, loves a stupid foul. Like uh, my shout with him is Ryan shouting as well. To be fair, is every time he goes to pull someone down, it's just don't foul him, don't foul him, don't foul him, and then inevitably fouls him. There's not even a hooker was more involved. Oh. In he would have been mash out because wow. <laughs> How, I, mate, I, I genuinely thought about Bruno Hauger for about 20 of these categories just as the pattern nomination for uh, most improved, most goals, most cards, breakthrough player, young player of the year. I, I genuinely thought about nominating Bruno Hauger to win the Scottish Cup just as a pattern. <laughs> I am. Um, I, I know we don't want to hark back to him and I spoke about it, but how bad was that, like you see these stupid niggly fills in the second half against Morton? Oh fuck me! Who who was on the left hand side with McGeady? I can't mind, but we were just so bad for it in the second half. Honestly, it was driving me insane. Probably not. Um, erased that Morton game from my memory. To be honest, mate, um, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not thinking or talking about it anymore. That's um, fine. I'm sorry for bringing it's it up. Not, it's not, it's we not couldn't even um, score against them to be honest. So, well, yeah. Anyway, uh, that was a really. Uh, Positive and speedy run through uh, of our predictions for Hibs for this season. Um, I think we're going to go to Harry now, who's going to take us through some of the listener questions. Harry, over to you. Hello, as Liam said, we're going to go. We asked everybody on Twitter if you had any questions for us, and you guys asked some questions. So let's go through them. I'll tell you at the start whether or not they're quick fire because we have got quite a few to get through. So starting with Mason Forrest. 
Do you think anyone in the second half against Norwich can break into the starting eleven this season? If you didn't see it, it was pretty much like a relatively could start the season against St. Johnston team. First half, second half was a lot of the youngsters bled in. Um, personally, I'll kick us off. I reckon both Dylan Tate and Alan Del Ferrier have got potential to break into the team. I don't really think anybody else does apart from that. Yeah, I think for me, they would be the two alongside the ones we chose as breakthrough player, but I wouldn't yeah. necessarily say they'll play enough to be seen as being part of the first team. Fair. Greg? Um, I didn't see the game, but I have more game to worry about. Um, but I would probably agree with Del Ferrier and Tate based on what I've seen of them already this season. And Liam, any surprises apart from those two? No, I think those two. Um, the only one that we've not really talked about was the boy that won Young Player of the Year or Academy Player of the Year last year, Murray Aiken. I don't know what's happening. I don't know if he's injured, but, well, but I would have thought that based on that, he would be probably in and about it, potentially, in this season. But maybe not. It's not featured at all, is it? No, maybe injured. Maybe yeah. injured. Or they maybe got other plans for him, I don't know. He featured at um, Luton Grange. He was playing that day. Yeah, he played the... Well, there you so have it, Murray Aiken. If you were breaking it in the first team, mate, we were all here for you. Um, then the next question we got was from AKA Rab, I am Rab on Twitter. And he said, do you like green eggs and ham? And that's the wrong fucking question for this episode, Clown. I think, yeah. You've bookmarked the question to tell me, ask the questions that are bookmarked. It's getting asked. Do you like green eggs oh, and ham or not? Uh, I saw that double yoka yesterday morning. That was good. Uh, Superb. No for me, no. I'm a big fan of anything that's green, to be honest. Spinach, leeks. Um, I just then. Uh, when I initially when I seen that question, I seen green eggs. I've been looking at buying a barbecue, and the green egg is the ultimate barbecue, but it's just a wee bit out of my price range. So that's what I thought about. What would be like green eggs? That would be the barbecue I'd get if money was an object. But, Ah, fair enough, mate. I'd, I'd be getting that scrand. Um, next, what do you make of Lee Johnson's comments regarding League Cup format and the amateurish uh, nature of Scottish football's governing body? He's not the um, first manager to highlight yeah. issues with the League Cup. I've not got any issues with what he said because he was consistent with it from his very first interview. He said that ideally we wouldn't be like playing the competitive games, I think he wanted the players back earlier as well. Felt we were going to be undercooked going into them. Not getting issues with that. I don't think the League Cup group stages is able to continue like this uh, in a few years' time when the Champions League changes because Celtic or Rangers or anyone in the league are in the Champions League league stages, I think it is at that point. They're not going to have any midweek game uh, fixtures to play prior to Christmas to complete it. So I don't have any issues with that. And the fourth official thing I agree with. Not got a clue why there wasn't uh, the uh, fourth official at the Morton game. Um, and I remember it was the case when we were in the championship, but and I did always find that a bit bizarre, but hey. I, I don't disagree with his comments. I just think the timing of them was just fucking amateur. Or like, I just don't want you to make those comments after you've been knocked out. I think it's stupid. It just looks like sour grapes. Then. One shaft about the format, we've heard it already. We've been put out not good enough. I don't, I don't really care what else he's got to say on that. I think he needs to shut up. Um, in terms of the governing body, we all know it's shite. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, 
Christmas. Kelly, because my fans were pulling to play through the boxes. Matt, to be honest, look, it's it's a joke. The, the people around that are absolute cowboys. Um, but I, I'll, I'll happily listen to Muddy talking about that, but I don't hear any more about the format because we've pumped it by, by genuine, genuine shite. So, sharp it out. Well, thank you, Dan Taylor, for that question. Next question is from Dav Williamson. And he said, will Lee Johnson end up with more SFA, SFA notices of complaint than Lennon got? Um, I'll say no, because Lennon was a bit notorious for that one. Well, if, if, I mean, if Lee Johnson can get a notice of complaint for doing a slitting the throat motion to a linesman in the Europa <laughs> League, then... Then maybe, but I don't. I don't think anyone could ever top Lennon, to be honest. You might. I mean, if he keeps on going on about the SFA and the SPFL like he has in the last week, then they generally don't take too kindly to being called out, do they? Ron Gordon should be getting notices and complaint every time he mentions the commercial side of the club instead of actually talking about the football. Do you mind? Do you mind when Hecky Oh, heck of a threatening to batter you would be some some threat. Like um, Neil Lennon got the number of notices of complaint that he got because he was Neil Lennon, and yeah. Lee Johnson. Do you know Lee Johnson looks at Lee Johnson looks like a guy that works in financial services and is just a bit meh, a bit nothing. He's a bit bland. So to be honest, I think he'll be fine. Because half of what he says will wash over them. It's like when Jack Ross used to come out and just choose his words ever so carefully so he wouldn't be criticising anybody and he just kind of managed himself. But Lee Johnson needs to stop getting so rattled by small things because he was apparently losing the shit a few times as a friendly against the Hawks yesterday and it's not a good look. What about? Do we know? Just the like, wee silly things. Apparently he was having a go at the referee for, for, for much of the game then him and Dean Smith were having a, a bit of a Argument on the touchline as well. Um, I think Colin and Matty are among bangers when we were sitting close to it, and they, they mentioned that they, well, I heard someone else mention that they were sitting in the West just to be honest, thought it was weird. Really weird. Anyway. I like our manager, Sean Passion. No, don't make that was Jack Rossi's biggest four. Five, he, he would have said, but yeah, no snap boy. Um, I, I don't mind it to be honest. I really don't mind it. I don't stop. I got a lot manager, so that's absolutely fine by me, but just make sure. You're winning games of football in the park and don't let your assistant manager shush the home fans. I don't think that happened, by the way. I don't think that happened. No, it didn't. Nah. Just, just as well. <laughs> but just for I, future reference, didn't let happen. But, but just in case ever <laughs> feels the need to, just remember that we've actually spent a lot of money on his laddie. So <laughs> be aware. Well, let's go on. Speaking of the manager, um, Dav Williamson again asked. Um, what would your lineup and bench? Um, we're not going to do a bench because Cabby asked for that. Uh, what's your lineup going to be on Saturday? Ewan, can you say the team that you put in the chat the other day? Because that was pretty accurate to mine. Eh, fuck. Um, Marshall and goals, Cadnet right back if he's fit. Rocky and Porches because Rocky's here and not till the 11th. Um, if he's available, someone give me his name. Probably Stevenson if he's fit. Midfield two of Kenna and Jake Doyle Hayes. On the right, Melkerson, Henderson at the 10, McGeady on the left. And, uh, well, 
at this point, probably Doidge up front, but I think at the time I'd put Yuan up front because we all thought he was going to be playing yesterday. Any changes to that, boys? No, maybe they for me. Tavares instead? On pre-season. I'd rather not. Um, Recall Bradley stick him in? You could probably play Newell, Jake Doyle, Hayes and Kenner and have Henderson off the left. I don't know if Doyle Hayes is going to be available uh, either, to be honest. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I go Poygo with Henderson off the left, Melkerson off the right and Tyler will say this, but Doug's up front. Really Who would you have in the middle of the park there, Greg? What's your uh, E, I'm assuming? Kenna, Newell, someone else. I, 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 I don't want to say it. He was. Dylan Tate. Yeah, yeah, Dylan Tate. Definitely Dylan Tate. I'm, I'm all aboard the Dylan Tate hype train. Like, um, I'd fucking, I'd go with Mombadou Bojang, genuinely. I think he's shown more than, than Dodge has, to be honest. Uh, I thought he was struggling yesterday, to be honest, at the game. Um, I would be very, very worried if we start against St. Johnston with Christian Dodge or Lynn Stryker. Good vibes up at McDermott, though. That's like the so only place that Dodge ever plays well. would like to caveat my team by saying I've only watched one game this season so far. And that was a good which is why which is why Greg's so negative. If Greg had seen more of our games this season, he'd be so positive about our chances oh, this season. If he'd seen more of the three four, I watched us against Clyde and decide we'll finish sixth in the league. Imagine if I seen the others. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, guys, next Lucky question comes. in the football league system. <laughs> next question comes in from Michael uh, at Engels Utopia I'm simply going to answer this on my own do you think Rockies had a better preseason than Porto yes um, next question from Mel Clements asked what Clements. new or fairly Clements I don't Clements. give a shit Clements 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 Mel is clearly French anyway back to you Mel uh, what new or fairly new signing deserves a catchy new song I, I, do you know what? I think we need to make a song. Uh, do you remember the Rizzle Kick song, Mama Do the Hump? And Mama oh, Do the Bozang. Mama Do the Hump, Mama Do the Hump. hump. <laughs> uh, you might do something elsewhere. Oh, God. But I drink that song. Did that song have any other lyrics to it? Uh, um, yeah, no, that, that had like, uh, that was the chorus. There was verses in that as well. Yeah, um, yeah. How shite were Rizzle Kick, eh? Absolutely fucking mate, terrible. Like, mate, I'm, I'm, actually, I'm, having, the, I'm, I'm, I'm having down with the trumpets as a tune, man. I'm yeah, having yeah, down with the trumpets. Trumpets, what? Um, <laughs> and any other shouts? Mobadou Bojang, I think, is a fun name that it would be fun to make a song with, to be fair. I think um, Tavares as well. There's something about Tavares. There's got to be a word that rhymes quite well with that. That's Harry, you're, you're the you're the resident song maker here. Does three are too oh. fucking boring for that. But Henderson probably deserves son after his form. If we're going over off players who are deserving, I think you could probably steal us. I think you could steal the Stevenson song for Henderson. Like I think that's pretty sad. Oh, shit, man. It's a shame. I, I think it's a catchy one. I, 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 a very underrated hub song that, that could do with getting a year and the, the right player was the Thomas Adjafong song. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was decent. Yeah. Also, underrated as hell, uh, David David Gray. I loved that one. That was an absolute banger. I remember we, we sung that away. Harry, is that you? How simple is your brain? Right, right. Wait, we 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 the David Gray. I brought it was banging. And that was catchy. Da, 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 da. 
as long as it's got if it's got what better than three or four syllables, you're humped. Is that what you're telling us? Well, mate, I made the, I done the Ryan Poacher song and nobody sung it, and that was a cl- that was a classic. You know that's held near to our hearts. You know that, Ken. I could I no, see what love is getting. Rocky Bashiri getting a song this season. Aye, true. He's got a lot of love for the fan base, you know. Um, Maybe something about fuck the terrace is part of it as well. I don't know. Fuck the terrace. Yeah, how class is it when Molly McCann was doing F the Tories the other day? That was quality, oh, Pat. Enjoyed. Yeah. Big fan. Big fan of both, to be fair. Fuck yeah. the terrace, too. Well, <laughs> take that. You, you talk shit on our players. Fuck you. Um, and next one. Going off. Speaking yeah, of all, that was clowns. a good segue. Uh, coming from McCann C15. How many weeks into the season before Lewis Miller gets a red card? That's a, that's a stick on for Rangers, uh, isn't it? Is that the fourth week of the season? Hopefully. Uh, end of Derby, Easter Road, fucking just overcharges, and I don't know, Shanklin's making a run up the left hand side, and Rosemary <laughs> decapitates him on the, on the byline right in front of East Stand. Uh, if he's playing the Derby and Rangers are too, uh, too obvious. He's on watch for both those games. Like, I tell you what, that bet, he's 6 5 bet builder, Lewis Miller, yellow card, he's playing. Yeah, I'll be all over that. <laughs> <laughs> then Hibs to lose both halves. Sorry. Hey. Oh, <laughs> well, oh. so negative. Right. Well, Do big what? up our man Leon. Um, he asked <coughs> top goal scorer. We've answered that. Sorry, Leon. But added to that, Mel Clement um, asked, oh, uh, "Who's going to be top assister this season? Who's going to set up most goals?" Ian Henderson. Aye. Well, we're Marian... not to the obvious shouts at this section. It's, this isn't the hot take sessions, the actual answer questions. Eh? Marion Chabria from the left hand side. If Chris Cadden can get a ball in the box, for they him, but. See, um, I, asked, I think I asked this question in the group chat earlier, and he's all rightfully dingied me. But we obviously spoke about work permits prior. Was it last week? Genuine question see if we sign someone and they've not got a work permit by the end of the transfer window. Is that the end of January? Because we wouldn't be allowed to register them. Yes. Right, okay. So I'm absolutely delighted to hear that we're, we're, looking, we're looking in Uruguay for a <laughs> set of half. That's good. Did you hear? Did you see where he's Frey? I swear the name of the town's called Frey Bentos. <laughs> I know it's a safe place for Liverpool. That's <laughs> enough to put me off like... <laughs> All right, well, on that note, we'll move on to the next question. Do you think Josh Campbell has found his place at fullback? If so, how long before he starts getting compared to Lewis Stevenson? I look emoji, laughing emoji from Aiden GW99. Um, has he found his position? No. Next question. I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on here. I didn't hate Josh Campbell at fullback. I didn't hate it. And I'll tell you why, because I think Josh Campbell's biggest weakness in his game as a certain midfielder is he only ever wants to kick the ball the way that he's facing. And I think that's fine if you're a fullback. And I think he's got the engine to play the position as well. I think his engine <clears> is, <throat> is, 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 is unquestionable. Um, the question for me is whether he can cross the ball in the box, given it's probably not a position he's played a huge amount of. Right uh, I don't hate him. I, I think defensively also, if you give him a, if you give him a, an assignment defensively, I don't think he lets you down. So I'm maybe not a left back, but inverted two backs are fashionable. So maybe, maybe I'm, I, I don't hate it. I'd rather so see Josh Campbell at left back over centre midfield this season. If yes, he's on the team sheet, yes. I want to see him at left back, not centre mid. If, if that's the question that's asked, if Josh Campbell has a career at Hibs, it's as a full back, not as a central midfielder. 
I, I, like last thing I'll say on it before we move on, I think that energy is a massive thing at fullback. I think that's the reason why Josh Doig done so well to break into the team as quickly as he did. Um, and obviously, I don't think that Campbell's quite got the talent of Josh Doig and is going to make us uh, three million a couple of years down the line. But um, I think kind of like Stevenson last year when he was Stevenson kind of got called upon when he was needed and then he stepped up. So hopefully, Josh Campbell can kind of step up if needed. To answer the hopefully be a good role for him. To answer the second part of that question, when would he get compared to Lewis Stevenson? As soon as he plays that position more than once, because that is ultimately the direct competition. I don't know if that was the angle he was going for with that or if there was something else that I'm missing, but he'll be compared to Stevenson straight away. And one more question. I believe I'll I'll double-check after I've asked this. Um, But we love this question. This is nice. From Sean Steele 1995 he asked, if Dylan Tate stays, how many league games only do you reckon he'll play? Also, I love Greg. Oh, you are, Shana. <laughs> My job. Um, how many league games? <laughs> right. Well, Greg's thinking ten. How? I mean, are we counting some appearances as well? I have. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna go for fifteen. In subs, I'm going to go for 27, 28. Just for league games? I think you'll play a lot. I, 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 I'm, I know I'm probably being a wee bit reactionary off the back of just a couple of performances over the last two weekends, but I, I think based on the two games I've seen him play of late, I think he's <coughs> more, more than ready to go and start my midfield for us. Um, I think, yeah, I think he's, yeah. I've no, I, I, I tend not to get too hot on players just when they just first come into the team, but I just, I, I there's just an energy and a willingness about him that we just haven't seen for another centre field at the club for quite a long time. Based on fucking two friendly games, I know. Would would Delt and one of them be a new engaged star? No, I know, I know. <laughs> right, I know, so I know, but so top, but 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 but, 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 but he's done what he's done no, no. over that period of time. And to be honest, the league cup, uh, the midfield and league cup is a prob has been a problem. It's been a massive problem in league cup games. It was a problem all the last season. So either Lee Johnson admits that it's a problem and maybe admits Thanks. that he got it wrong by not taking him to Portugal, because I think, to be honest, taking him not taking him to Portugal must have given the laddie a bit of a confidence. Dentist confidence. But I think he's playing like he's got a point to prove. And so far, I think, in terms of what he's been asked to do, I don't think he could have done really very much more other than maybe score a goal. I think he's definitely here till at least January as well, from what uh, Ron Gordon said about the way that they're going to try and rotate players being available to the first team and et cetera, et cetera. But, hey, well, Dylan, if Dylan Tate's on the starting 11, will that be that little bit of what gives us a buzz as we're in the pub in Perth on Saturday afternoon? Is that, no, mind was it before the Hearts game, we're like, fuck, that, look at that team. Well, if Dylan Tate's starting, will that be the... Will that be that? Who knows? The catalyst. Um, right, honest, so... I, know, I, I know it was only an engaged star, but the boy was doing things without even thinking. And then that's that's such a good way to get into where you're just doing things automatically and not even trying. So I, look, I, I think he quite deserves his chance, to be honest. He, he's obviously been left out the squad for Portugal, but I do, I do think he deserves his chance. And I love you too, Sean. Don't worry. Uh, and, and to say it against against Norwich, he was. I mean, I know Norwich maybe didn't have their first first string, but he was up against like, the majority of the contents of our Premier League Championship side, and he, he was still the best midfielder on the park for my money. 
I, I, I think that this is this is going to be a dangerous and really, really stupid when he goes out alone or when, like, you look at the end of the season, he's not made a single appearance for the first team. It's a bit like you and going in all in on Sean Mackey at, like, fucking in the middle of October a couple of seasons ago. But, but <laughs> Hey, I don't give a fuck if Josh Doig just earned us three million. Sean Mackey <laughs> fucking boss doesn't send a half. Bring him back. <laughs> But right, I just, well, I just, I just think he, he is, and he, he was ready before. He was, he was saying the fucking me, and he was one of the best players at the top of the championship. Sorry, uh, last thing I'm saying on it, Harry. No, I was just going to say, in terms of your answer, Sean, you got, I think it was 27 from Liam, you got 10 from you, and you got 18 from Greg, and you got 12 from myself. So, in answer to that, mate, we didn't have a fucking clue. Um, but there's one final one that came in late. I'm just going to answer this one myself very quickly. Um, AKA Rab, once again, I am Rab, um, said, with the Rocky situation, how come the officials never flagged it up before the game when the team sheets are handed in? I know the club shouldn't have fucked up, but surely that should have been noticed. Just to say... It is utterly embarrassing from the club that we didn't pick up on it, and it is utterly embarrassing that there isn't a system in place that it was that it should have been flagged to the club. So completely agree. Um, the SFA have proven time and time and time and time and time again that they are incompetent. Liam, please do wrap us up on this episode. On the Rocky Bushiri thing, I just want to say one thing. Uh, those who live in uh, glass houses shouldn't think that the glass is greener on the other side. Um, anyway... Uh, that's the end of <laughs> That's not the expression. I used to work with a guy who used to mix his metaphors all the time. And what I was going to say was, uh, I used to, I used to uh, those who live in glass houses shouldn't throw stones or whatever the expression mm-hmm. is. Uh, because we shouldn't be saying that the SPFL are amateurish if we can't get it right ourselves. That's the basic point. But I thought I'd mix the metaphors for a laugh. Oh, well, that, 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 was, that was actually a proper point you've made there, Liam. Thanks for clearing that up. But... <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one of the big fat season preview. We look forward to listening back to us at the end of the season where we made a complete arse ourselves. Um, I would ask, just let us know what you think. Uh, if we got it fucking horribly wrong, if you stayed tuned in this long, if we got it horribly wrong, what your predictions are, let us know. Give us a shout. Um, tell us who you think are gonna, we're going to finish the league. Uh, and, and all the days, <laughs> predictions. But until next time... I'm fully expecting Dave to, sorry, just to chime in, I'm fully expecting Dave Grail to pipe up for me and start talking about how good Paul Handler is. So, Dave, uh, please, I've got a bit of time tomorrow night if you want to have a, a Twitter debate slash argument slash all-out war. Then, then he's on his holidays, I think, so time difference might be an issue. I'm sure he's on, oh, he's, he's I'm, on his... I'm sure, I'm sure he'll still find time to come at me anyway. <laughs> anyway. Thanks, man. Oh, good. Cheers. Hope Harry's all right. Bye. Goodbye.